Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station, F104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Barry Masterson, who's a freelance illustrator. Hello, how are you? Hello, Louise. Thanks for having me. Thank you so you? much for joining us. So tell me, how did you get into illustrating in the first place? Oh, that's a, that's big, a big question. question. Yeah. That's a very Starting big with question. the big one. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I was always drawing as a kid, you know. Yeah. A, a thing you do. And by the time it came to doing the Leaving Cert, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't necessarily enjoy the education system too much. So mm-hmm. I just decided to go to art college, ended up doing a portfolio course in Dublin and ended up in the Limerick School of Art and Design down in Limerick doing printmaking. Amazing. It wasn't a, it wasn't a plan. It was just falling through life, seeing what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. But and sometimes that, that, that can work out as well. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was an experience down there. I'm not sure I I learned a massive amount about the business of being an artist or anything like that. But I met good people, you know, grew up a little bit. And while while I was in college, I've always been interested in football and specifically the League of Ireland. I grew up in Longford, and we always went to. Longford Town games with my family, my brothers and sisters, and that. So, the, in the art college, you know, I, I was one of the few people who were interested in in sports. So, I tried to find a way to work it into my work. But you know, when you're that young, you don't really have a voice yet. You don't really know what you what you think about a lot of things. Yeah. You don't even know what you don't know. Or even so what style only, you might do it in, because there's, yeah, there's many different no ways. Idea. To, yeah. Yeah. So I maybe towards the third or fourth year, I started traveling around to some of the League of Ireland grounds, just asking permission because I go in and take photos, you know. And mm-hmm. I remember at the time, specifically, the likes of Bowles and Daly Mount, Shelburne and Tolka, Longford, my own home team, gave me access to Blankier Park, as it was at the time, called Bishopgate now. And St. Harps as well. They just let me, you know, go into the ground for days, take photos. Oh, and yeah, I do draw and some of those photos, you know. Yeah. But a great space as well. I love, I love the League of Ireland ground. But also, they all tell they such have. a story, don't they? Yeah, Even they just have so much building. character. Yeah, they really do. And you can, 
you can feel the energy or something. There's a mm-hmm. there's a latent energy left there, I think, after thousands of people have been shouting the night before. Yeah, it's very true. Made made work like that and yeah. then you come out of college and you know, that's a very confusing time in life. You're very lost. So I ended up just, you know, working in service mm-hmm. industry jobs and trying to draw on the side, trying to figure out where my place in the world was, what I was trying to do. But also the creative um, industry can be quite difficult anyway, isn't it? It's, oh, it's a bit more tricky. You don't just walk into a job, unfortunately. Absolutely. You're, mm. you're, you're a one-man show almost. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to figure it out. You don't really have the skills to, to understand what you should be doing, you know, in terms of even tax and the likes of that. Yeah. You know, I went, to, I went to art college to draw, not to be uh, an accountant. <laughs> not to be doing your best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so true. That, that's a really important part of the business. You learn how tax over time, you know, it's not really important at the start because it's not like you're making any money to really need yeah. to worry about what you're going to do with it. But yeah, I tried to balance the two for quite a while and it was, it was very difficult, you know, to, to have the energy, not just the time. Yeah. Because, you know, a, no, a normal job, a service industry job, it's so hard. You know, it's not unskilled labour. Let me tell you, it's relentless. So to be creative outside of that can be very difficult. But over time, I just started to make work again because I got bored of not making work you know it's difficult to keep it up mm-hmm. and I started Ireland Art and people were very and you know especially League of Ireland Art and people were very kind and they'd share it for me and did a lot of tennis drawings and things at the start as well and sometimes you'd just be really lucky someone someone like Stan Zavrinka shared my work you know in 2014 or 15 and that gets lots of eyes on what you're doing or Dustin Brown's another tennis player he bought something off me you know and Derek Maher who's one of the communications managers with the FBI had seen the work and he got in contact and asked me would I like to work on a, a League of Ireland quarter leader we're trying to launch called the Greatest League of the World mm-hmm. and he just needed a cover illustration and a few interior illustrations to go along with the book so I worked on that and I think they went down quite well so a couple of months later he got in contact again and asked me would I like to work on some of the match programs for the first team which was mad because it was something that I'd gotten in my head I'd love to try and do but, you know, I never actually expected to be asked to do. So the first cover I ever got asked to do was for the Nations League in 2018 against Denmark. And I carried on being asked to work on those covers then for the competitive men's senior games for the last couple of years. I've been working away on them. And they look amazing. How did you come up with your style? Did that take a while over a number of years? Yeah, it's, it's, it's trial and error. Mm. And you just kind of... I don't know, art's art, art difficult like that. You don't even know what you don't know a lot of the time until you try and make something and then you need to figure out how it works, you know? Yeah. So you know, no one ever sees all the failures and all the things that didn't work out. <laughs> we don't yeah, put those out into the world, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of that too that goes into it. And you but recreate yeah, old matches as well, don't you? That must be tricky when, you know, photos and that wouldn't be as good quality as they are these days. Yeah, footage from the 80s and 90s is very interesting. You, you forget how bad TV footage was back then. You know, mm-hmm. when you were young, you didn't even realize that everyone was just a blurry blob running around yeah, on the pitch. So true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're trying to draw it, and then it's a different yeah. story altogether. You're like, I can't even see this man's face. You just do your best. <laughs> well, that's, but, yeah. the that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose when it goes to illustrations, where would you like. Because I know you're doing a long-term project, aren't you, with stadium illustrations? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently trying to draw all of the League of Ireland grounds. I've actually 
done versions before in the past, but I feel like I've gotten better over the years, so I'd like to try and do them justice. As I, as I said earlier, they're, they're grounds I love. I think they have so much character. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't be around forever. They will eventually be renovated and become kind of, a, in, in some ways, a better space, but a lot more sanitized, less interesting. You know, modern football stadiums have a bit less soul and character to them, I think. And how many stadiums is there altogether in Ireland? Uh, just there's about 20 League of Ireland clubs, okay. you know, that are would be considered professional, semi-pro, or at least playing at the senior level. But we have a, a huge amount of clubs, and you know, junior clubs and intermediate clubs below that even as well. So we're, we're sticking with the 20 or so clubs. There may be some historical grounds, you know, like old stadiums, Milltown or Shamrock Rovers, like yeah. things like that, you know. Again, that's that's an interesting challenge to try and find decent footage and yeah. and photos and things like that. But you know, and they might let I'll, you go I'll into them. On. Would it be easier if you're able to stand within them, or is it yeah, easier club, to do from footage? The clubs are, are good like that. If I ask anyone's permission, they're usually pretty happy for me to come in on an off day, or or even if you just go to a match, you can bring a camera and take photos and walk around. You know, although it's been a bit hard the last while, but I did that maybe. To a year and a half ago, at a drop of the game, I just went to Longford against Rada in the first division, you know, and walked around at halftime and took some photos. You know, you can do that easily enough. They're mm-hmm. they're pretty pretty friendly like that. I think most of the club volunteers are very good people who do a lot of hard work, you know, and they're true. they're happy to help anyone who's in the community. I think the League of Ireland community is a bit, you know, we all have that in common because mm-hmm. we're we're a smaller subsection of the Irish footballing community, you know, but there are people who are really passionate about their own clubs, their own grounds, or trying to grow something organic, I guess, within their own communities and to, to give people a pathway to a professional sport in, in their own country without having to leave, you know. That's yeah. a really important opportunity. We don't want to have the only goal is to send our children abroad at about 16 to try and become footballers. That's isn't necessarily always the best for every person, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's an opportunity to grow at home. Yeah. You get an education, you know. Mm-hmm. Very few footballers actually make it, so you really want to have the ability to, to get an education while you're playing, if at all possible. I think it's very important. So I think the league will part in that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, make, make work about the league. It's, it's something I'm passionate about, and yeah. I think it, it deserves that extra attention, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And it was one of your goals to get your illustrations onto the programmes. What Have you a new goal now that you got that several times? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was only going through all the covers a few weeks ago and it's weird. There's, I have, you know, maybe 20 or 30 covers I've done now between the men's team and I started working on women's international games as well. Really, the goal is to make the best work I can and to continue trying to improve, you know. Yeah. Beyond that, it, it's it's strange. I don't have goals to, you know, do work for Man United or things like that. It's not stuff I'm actually interested in. I'm already doing what I wanted to you do, you know. enjoy, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's about trying to make better work to help to promote them too because at the end of the day, it's almost almost like working in advertising, you know. Mm-hmm. You're trying to help promote the league and make it look good. So, or yeah. you're trying to help promote the international team or the women's football, you know, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. They're all important. So how can people keep up to date with what you're up to or check out your illustrations? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Twitter mostly. Twitter is probably where I'm always posting talking nonsense and sharing <laughs> art. At Barry Masterson. Just okay. search my name, you'll find me. Amazing. Brilliant. Barry, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. No problem. Thank you. 
FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.